Thanks for listening to Two Girls, One Plant. We're your hosts, Madison. And Jillian. And this week, we're talking about killer plants. Da-da, da-da. Oh, wait. Murdering plants. It's going to be a freaky episode. I'm excited. It's October. And it's time to talk things spooky. Yeah. All things spooky and creepy. Mm -hmm. Plants. Yep. Plants can be lethal, you guys. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we talk about it a lot, especially when it comes to our pets, like what's toxic. And, like, obviously, like, a lot of plants are toxic. Yep. Um, But there are, like, specific ones that are known for being, like, even if you, like, get it on your skin, you can have a really bad reaction. Mm-hmm. Or just inhaling, like, the smoke, if you're, like, burning it, you, if you breathe it in, you will die. Yeah. And there are a small handful of people in history that that have tried to use it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So we're going to talk about different types of plants and what they're known for and who they, like, have possibly hurt throughout history because there's some shady people out there. And then we're going to talk a little bit about botany used to help solve crimes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a true crime podcast today. Yeah. We are. True. Yeah. We are true. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So I, I have never gotten into true crime pro- podcasts. I've tried a few. Really? I know. I'm going to hurt a lot of people's feelings listening. Ooh. I've tried, but I love watching it on Netflix, like different documentaries, and I love watching it on YouTube. But listening to it, I think that I have like a disconnect for it. Or maybe I haven't found like a good podcast. If you guys want to recommend one. Yeah. I know. I really like Morbid. Like, okay. Huge yeah. Huge fans of Morbid. Morbid's really good. But I feel like like they're us for true crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I don't know. It's kind of overstating where we are. Like huge compliments to us. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I love their like okay. whole dynamic. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But so, today it's us. Yeah. Today it's us. So true crime with the plants. But before we get into that, you guys, let's do a catch up. Yes. It's been a minute. Hey, planty peeps. Join our two girls, one plant community on Patreon. Become a monthly supporter of our podcast. We have four different tiers. The budding pal tier includes access to our private Facebook group. You get added to our close friends list on Instagram and a shout out on our episode for signing up. Now the plant stand tier includes previous rewards plus first access to new episodes. The plant BFF tier includes previous awards, plus voting power on episode topics and merch, and private letters and messages from us. And finally, the VIPP very important plant person tier includes all previous rewards, a code for 15% off merch to use anytime, and plant consultations upon request. We appreciate all your support and look forward to having it on Patreon. But before we get into that, you guys, let's do a catch up. Yes, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. I was telling Jordan, like, I feel unbalanced right now in my life. I feel, I feel like I'm really focusing a lot on my new position at work. And that's been really hard. Like, before I was really able to give a lot more time and energy into the podcast and I still do and I still want to, but it's just been hard the last like month or so since I got promoted and I'll get back. I'm, I'm getting back into it. I finally kind of like hit my stride with my new promo and I'm excited to, you know, we're getting into the holidays. It's spooky season. Um, if you have been listening to us since 
I mean, at least last year, you know, like we went full like balls to the wall, like with Mm -hmm. our spooky season. Oh, we made like a spooky music video last year. That was hella fun. That was so fun with Ella the Green Witch. Yes. And I'm pretty sure there's recording of Madison singing Feed Me Seymour from. Oh my God. uh, What's that movie called? The Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. What? Was that last year? Or the year before. Yeah, oh my God. Has it been longer than that? No, no, no. I guess it was from that time. (laughs) That's just so crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've just, you know, been feeling unbalanced and we're getting back into it. Mm -hmm. And this season is starting to wind down. We have a few more episodes to go, but, and then we'll take a break and come back and really regroup. But I mean, like, you know, we're still here and yeah, yeah, I don't know. You're doing good. I'm doing good. Oh my gosh. Back into it. I, oh couple things okay I have to tell you and Jillian is probably so sick of me talking about this because I posted on my personal personal Instagram all the time but I found this amazing recipe for pumpkin oat cake oh <laughs> yeah I've seen a it's few of that. so good it's so good because it's like it has like like breakfasty consistency Ugh, mm, it's so good if you guys want the recipe like maybe I'll post it I don't know it's it's really good and I've been like hyper fixating on it and I eat it probably every day now wow yeah all right so that's my life i mean <laughs> pumpkin oat cake sounds so, good yeah that's I me i just don't cook i'm so fucking lazy really yeah, i love I've had a lot of coffee i know i, I try to make cooking. friends with people who love to cook listen whenever you want to come over <laughs> like if you're just like madison can i come over and have dinner i'll be like yes please yeah all the time okay always down perfect because <laughs> like i like to overcook great i love that yeah. Yeah, that's why Come I like by. Thanksgiving at your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, we should talk about that later. What okay. we're doing for like the holidays. Cause I'm not doing anything. I'm staying at home. I don't want to do anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to go anywhere. I usually work great right through most of it anyway. Yeah, exactly. I can't take any time off from work. So <laughs> that promo. Hell yeah. Let's go. Get it, get it. But yeah, that's my life. Nice. Pumpkin oat cake. <laughs> That's not bad. What about you? How's the new job? New job is good. I finally finished training. So Yay. I'm like actually working, working, which is right. lovely. I visited my mom, which was cool, and got some Yeah, you went to Florida. like freaking Florida. Yes, yeah, so I visited a bunch of nurseries and got a couple of Hoya and an Epipremnum implicimum. Okay, but cactus. you saw amazing plants, though. I saw like incredible plants, like plants I've never seen before. That's, Yeah. Yeah, perfect choice was like definitely the best one. If you are in the area, oh, is that the name oh of like God. a plant shop? Or yeah, nursery? perfect choice nursery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been following them on Instagram for a while, and a few people have recommended them to me. And they have aeroid greenhouses on property, mm-hmm. and like just the most incredible plants, oh the most gosh. incredible plants. It's so cool. That's so. I was like so jealous of your stories because I saw them too long after you posted, and I wanted to be like. I'm going to Venmo you. (laughs) Get me something, please. Oh, my God. I know. Honestly, it was so hard to pick which plants I wanted to bring back. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a snake plant. That's the fifth plant. I brought... I don't know. It was... Wait, how many plants did you bring? Five. How? I packed them on a backpack and just took them on the plane. What? How? Are they, like, small? They're all in, like, three to four inch pots. Gotcha. Okay. I'm... My brain, I'm thinking I mean, like six yeah, inch. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. No, I was like, no. did you like enlist Alex? No, they're all babies, and they were like, like the Hoya were like still expensive even for right. their size, even right, right, for right. Florida. So mm. like, you know, I wasn't gonna go to him. I had set like a mental budget for myself 
So I try to stay like in it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then I got a tattoo with my mom. I know. I saw. She's that's so, so cute. Tender. I know. She's so sweet. I love um, that. Yeah. So it was cool. Shout out to Jillian's mom. She really I know. be like the number one fan out here. She really is, you guys. She was in our book club meeting for because we do monthly book club meeting for Patreon members. Yes. And, and she was like so invested. So it was invested great. and had such great insight. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, if you guys want to, speaking of that great segue, yeah. join the Patreon. We are doing so many fun things over there. I'm sure you guys listened to that ad that we are had but like just to talk a little bit more about it like we have our book club going on we're reading a really ooky spooky thriller novel for Obviously. this month we are right now we have i'm looking at them we have a whole deck full of cute little presents and welcome to patreon for supporting us as a thank you to all of our new members so we're sending those out soon and then you a lot of our the stuff we get is really local and one of the places we buy our gifts from is from Hope Tank. Mm-hmm. And I think we've shouted them out before, but Hope Tank, anytime you buy from there, it goes to a different local organization and yeah. benefits local organizations. Do you remember which one? Yeah. So for our end of summer gifts, the organization was the Emancipation Theater, mm-hmm. which does like what they call guerrilla theater, but they basically do like pop up shows about like abolitionist history and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which is really cool. And for these purchases, all of the money went to the Transformative Freedom Fund, which basically helps trans youth have mm-hmm. easier access and better financial access to transition surgeries and treatments. I love that. So, yeah, it's super awesome. The owner is super sweet. And we usually try to get everybody's gifts either from a local or small business or like a a small artist. So, like, everybody's pride presence for Pride Month was like a cute pin from this Instagram artist we follow. So, it's nice because Hope Tank makes it really easy. So, some of the people, well, everybody is getting like different little gifts but all of them have like different artist names on them yeah. for like whoever makes it that's awesome yeah it's lovely dang i know that's and so cool. we had so many new patrons that we had to send out welcome gifts to which is such a lovely problem to have yeah first of all like i was like okay let's go over who we're shouting out today so we're gonna give our little shout out here in a second but i was like okay let's go over and jillian was telling me everybody's names so i was like wait a minute We've had that many people since our last episode. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like one, but I was like, wait a second. Again, life is unbalanced for Madison. So I was just like flabbergasted. And I was like, thanks so much, everyone. So let's let's shout them out. Yeah, Give let's some do love. It. So first person to join was Christina. And Christina is at Christina Likes Plants with two S's at the end christina thanks so much for joining patreon we really appreciate your support yes and that's christina with a k yes so she's herself she's original (laughs) uh the next one was lauren and her instagram handle was underscore let's run away with two y's so thank you so much lauren for joining we are so so excited yes and then last person to join is zoe and it's at uh or zoe i think it's zoe do you want to say zoe or zoe we're gonna go zoe 
Her Instagram handle looks like Zoe. Yeah, her Instagram is Z-O, so just Zoe underscore E-J-C-H-O-U. Thank you guys so much for joining. We really appreciate you. And again, it's just like there's so many different like different tiers for supporting us and like allows us to do a lot more and be more interactive. Mm-hmm. And if you guys ever like have any suggestions, Patreon is the really the place to like yeah. shout those out to us. So it is. We add you to our close friends list. We have you on our Facebook group. It's just like you have the most avenues to get in touch with us and share your plants with us. I love getting your plant questions on Instagram. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a really fun little community and we really appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Let's talk about these murderous plants. Yes. It's time. <laughs> It's so ooky spooky. It's so spooky. These plants mean business. In a world (laughs) where plants that are toxic, I'm really like reading (laughs) my book report. It literally says plants that are toxic, colon. (laughs) Are you scared? Are you scared? I'm scared. Little Mike Myers music for you. Oh my gosh. Just terrifying. I... So Jillian doesn't like ooky spooky horror. I like cute spooky. You like the cute spooky. (laughs) And I do too. I'm trying to be better and just like get more into horror. So I'm like Halloween is on the must watch this year for myself. So, Mm -hmm. But are you guys scared? Because I'm scared. Okay. Let's talk. Um, We're going to go over a few different types of plants. And let's kick off with the first one that I feel like most of us have all heard of. And that it's called Atropa belladonna, and that's also known as the deadly nightshade. So, I feel like you know we've heard this one. I've heard this one in Sally uses it in the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep, remember she does, and he like passes out. He don't die though, but he passes out. But pretty much deadly nightshade. It's the sweetness of the berries that often like lures children and like not so well-informed adults, unfortunately, (laughs) to consume the plant. It is native to um, Central and Southern Eurasia. So kind of like where Europe meets Asia, it's kind of around that area. And the leaves and the berries are both deadly. Now here's the part that in deadly nightshade, like is really toxic and what can often harm people and it contains what's called atropine or atropine and scopolamine or scopolamine and it's in its stems leaves berries and the roots so the whole plant is extremely toxic and poisonous and it causes paralysis in the involuntary muscles of the body including the heart even physical contact with the leaves may cause skin irritation. Oof. So although all of the parts of the plant are poisonous, the shiny blackberries are the most poisonous. So like if you're like on a trail and you're like, I'm hungry. Ooh, what are these? Snack time. You're kind of fucked. So mm-hmm. let's not do that. And then a little fun fact with this, the words belladonna actually means pretty woman in English. So the name may have come from like the use of 
belladonna to dilate the eyes in order to make a woman more attractive to men that's a terrifying beauty standard it's kind of like you know what i thought of when i looked this up and was researching this i thought about the black dahlia i don't know why that came like to mind like yeah just the color yeah or just like the fact that like her story of how like that crime story how she was like murdered and like how her she got her name the black dahlia anyway that's what it made me think of yeah i can totally see the name i mean i love that they're like shiny blackberries mm-hmm. they're like they're actually really pretty. Yeah, yeah, they are. Don't go eating them, but they're cute. No, don't do that. Okay, so to get into what actually happens mm-hmm. and some of the science, there is an alkaloid in the plant called atropine, which yes. is the most active ingredient. It's used during surgery to regulate heartbeat, decrease salivation, and paralyze your muscles obviously in the proper amounts and eye surgery it actually helps relax muscles and dilate the eyes kind of like we mentioned women might have been doing when the name originated mm-hmm. another drug found in nightshade like madison mentioned is scopolamine which has some of the same properties as atropine and in very dilute quantities and small little bits is also used for motion sickness and to combat drug addiction So famous users of Nightshade are not confirmed, but legend has it that when Agrippina the Younger hired the serial killer Locusta to kill the Roman Emperor Claudius, she used Nightshade. Wow, Roman Emperor Claudius. That had to be a bit ago. That was not recent. All right. And then before he became king in 1040, Macbeth supposedly used Nightshade to poison an army of Danes who invaded Scotland. Yeah. So it's definitely pretty famous throughout history, and it's something that people recognize. Like, you mentioned Deadly Nightshade. Mm-hmm. People know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm going to stay the fuck away from that. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. The Macbeth story is, like, one of the most well-known things. Like, if you were to just, like, look up, like, just poisonous plants, that's a story that comes up time and time again is the story. Because he really, like, took that and was like, I'm going to poison. And he used his generals, I believe, to disperse the deadly nightshade to the whole army, the Danish army. So it's kind of sad. Wow. Yeah, he was kind of fucked up. And talk about biological warfare. Yeah, pretty Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay, so that's Miss Deadly Nightshade. Uh... <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, next one. Do you want to do this one? Yeah, totally. So the next one is Conium maculatum, but most people recognize it as poison hemlock. So this one is a flowering plant with really like fleshy carrot-like roots that can grow up to 10 feet tall. So this is like, it's basically a tree. It's a huge ass plant. The hemlock is in no relation to the coniferous eastern hemlock tree in North America. So don't confuse those two. That's just a common name. All parts of the poison hemlock plant contain poison alkaloids, just like the deadly nightshade plant. Mm -hmm. And if ingested, conium will cause paralysis of various body systems, including the respiratory system, which will usually be the cause of death. Yep. Meanwhile, the victim can't move, but is completely aware of what's happening as the mind is unaffected until death is imminent. So Yeah, that's awful. Just suffer until mm-hmm. until your respiratory system fails. You know. Not cute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's like, that's terrifying. You're just like laying there and you're just paralyzed. You're like, oh my God, I am in pain and I'm suffering and dying and I can't do anything about it. No, thanks. Yeah, it's like that that horror movie, like Awake or something, where the dude's oh, just awake through surgery. Yeah. Just like, oh my God. I know what you're talking about. So oh. intense. Yeah, no, thank you. Nope. Little famous case about the hemlock poisoning that similar to Macbeth. Just a small case. The famous Greek philosopher, hey, Socrates, what up, buddy? We all know who that is, right? In around the year, like, 400 BC, he was found guilty of heresy in a trial in Athens, and he was sentenced to death by hemlock. So this was actually a really common practice up to about 200, 100 to 200 years ago. Wow. So and about 100,000 people have died you know, since this practice was in use by hemlock. Whoa. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that is. So anyway, so he was sentenced to death by hemlock and he had to drink the poison by his own hand. So he was like, well, I'm going to just do it myself. Right. So he drank up and then he walked around until he noticed his legs were super heavy. There is a famous painting. Um, it's by Jacques Louis David. It's um, the Socrates painting where he's like surrounded by like students and that he like basically died I remember studying in my art class like a long time ago. But oh. anyway, so that's like a really well-known story regarding like using poison hemlock. But it's like I looked more into like the practice, but it was more of like people like using hemlock as a form of like a death sentence. And it wasn't just European countries. It was m a lot of different parts of the world. And maybe it has to do with like colonization. I'm sure it does. But it was really a huge thing that really spread throughout also in Asia as well. I couldn't really find any other parts, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it was like used in a lot of parts of the world. So it's kind of sad. Yeah, kind of terrifying. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, <laughs> are, you, are, are you scared yet? Okay. <laughs> we need your Halloween music back. <laughs> I'll get more of the X-Files. Okay. Yes. Right. Right. I know. We're in the X-Files, you guys. Okay. Next one. You want me to do this one? Or do you want to do this one? Um, I can do this one if you yeah, want. Go for it. It's Agaratina Altissima. Yeah. So you got to say it with your Spanish flair. Agaratina Altissima. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, that's beautiful. Also known as White Snake Root. So this innocuous plant is actually responsible for the death of Abraham Lincoln's mother, Nancy Hanks. Mm -hmm. So it's a North American herb. It's native to this continent with like flat topped with flat topped clusters of small white flowers. And it contains a toxic alcohol known as Tremetol. Mm -hmm. So unlike those who died from directly ingesting deadly plants, Nancy Hanks, his mother, was poisoned by simply drinking the milk of a cow who had grazed on the plant. And mm -hmm. it, like, the toxins were in the milk. Indeed, both the meat and the milk from poisoned livestock can pass the toxin to human consumers. Symptoms of milk poisoning include a loss of appetite, nausea, weakness, abdominal discomfort, reddened tongue, abnormal acidity of the blood, and death how would you know, notice abnormal acidity can you imagine you cut yourself and you like you know people that do that <laughs> shit and they're like oh that's particularly acidic oh my like, gosh how, like who? okay yeah right creepy anyway luckily like today farmers are totally aware of this so people make sure that there is no 
white snake root on the pastures. But yeah, definitely an issue since it's native to North America. Yeah. And so with that, like there have been actually a lot of cases. It wasn't just like, obviously Nancy Hanks wasn't like the sole person, but she's like the most Mm well-known. But like there have been about, I want to say, it's not hundreds of thousands, but it is thousands of cases where people have experienced milk poisoning or meat poisoning due to white snake root um, ingestion through livestock. So it can be cows, pigs, even you can get through the meat that way, goats, sheep. And it was a really big common thing that a lot of people just like could not understand why they were getting sick and dying from. I mean, obviously like food pathogens and like bacteria was a huge thing also, but definitely like the white snake root definitely led to thousands of deaths as well, which is kind of insane. Yeah. So kind of sad. Yeah. That's kind of terrifying. You just like have a steak one night and you're doomed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cause you can't, what I was reading is that you also can't, even if you pasteurize or like cook the meat, you still like, if you ingest it, you're still fucked. So that's fine. Yeah, good luck out there next time you buy a gallon of milk. Are you scared? <laughs> Watch out for that milk. <laughs> that milk's milk? gonna kill you. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. I'm so scared. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So next one and i think i'm gonna say this wrong but it's aconitum 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 um anyway it's known as monk's hood wolfsbane and devil's helmet are the most common so i'm gonna just call it wolfsbane that's what i know it as But wolfsbane and related alkaloids found in this species are highly toxic and they have cardiotoxins and neurotoxins. So it affects your freaking heart and it affects your freaking brain and all the little nerves connected to it. So that sucks. Freaking freaking deadly. <laughs> Jeez, right? It is freaking crazy. <laughs> so the wild plant, especially the roots and the root tubers, um, they're the most toxic part of the plant so severe asinite poisoning can occur after accidental ingestion of the wild plant or consumption of an herbal what is that word decoction decoction oh my god but like yeah so consumption of an herbal decoction made from the asinine i'm gonna call asinite aconite aconite it is aconite i've been saying asinite asinine (laughs) aconite aconite roots oh my gosh In traditional Chinese medicine, though, these roots are used only after processing to reduce the toxic, (laughs) we'll set it again, asinite alkaloids into less toxic and non-toxic derivatives. So in China, they were basically like, we're still going to use it. And after further processing and lessening the toxins, they were able to drink it and use it in their medicine. But still, like, people did die from this also as well because, like, Human nature mistakes definitely happen, so... Yeah, that's a big risk to take. Mm -hmm. It was also, like, weird fact and a little bit of a trigger warning, content warning. Weird fact, it's rumored that in the good old awful Nazis used aconite to coat their bullets. So not only were you getting shot, but you were also, like, potentially, like, if you were, you know... 
Like if you were just scraped with a bullet, if you got agonite on the bullet, you basically died from wow. poisoning, not just like <laughs> a freaking bullet. So that's a little fucked up. That's that is definitely biological warfare for sure. Yep. And then also the one of the most recent cases and like well-known cases with this is back in 2014 an unsuspecting garter by the name of nathan green away was working in a millionaire's yard when disaster struck dunna dunna wait disaster struck <laughs> he absentmindedly walked past a monkhood or a wolfbane's plant letting it brush against his bare skin he soon fell ill and was rushed to the hospital but the doctors could not figure out what was wrong. Oh my god! He died five days later from multiple organ failure, and it all <laughs> and all it took was one misstep around this otherwise unassuming flower. Are you scared? Any gardener, <laughs> that could be you. Pretty much. Isn't that fucked? That's <laughs> like really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, and good. people like buy wolfsbane for like witchy stuff don't they i'm just like no yeah there's actually a lot of stuff that like a lot of witches tend to buy that is very poisonous and you want to be careful okay good to know that's yeah. scary that's why you don't fuck with witches you guys yeah, pretty much okay so the next one is Nerium oleander <laughs> And Oleander is a name most people recognize. That's pretty much the common name. Um, they're really pretty, honestly. I love Oleander. Um, <laughs> so they're originally described by Pliny. Pliny. Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder. In the Elder in the old country. I don't know why that's the accent. I had to read it in. Pliny, in, Pliny the Elder in the old country, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought of when I read that. Oh my god. I was like, it's what like in the Lord Rome, of the Rings? You guys, but like, it just, Pliny the Elder, like you're going to meet him on St. Patrick's Day, okay? So, okay. Pliny, I can't, the Elder in ancient Rome. Whew. Okay, so he originally described this plant. Like we mentioned, the flowers are freaking stunning. It's it's a really beautiful plant. It's commonly grown as a hedge and as an ornamental, even though all parts of the plant are deadly, and it contains a lethal cardiac glycoside known as oleandrin and narian, mm -hmm. I would guess is how you would say those. Yeah. If eaten, oleander can cause vomiting, diarrhea, erratic pulse, seizures, coma, and death. And Woo. I know. And contact with the leaves and sap is known to be a skin irritant to some people. Honestly, the toxins in oleander are so strong that people have become ill after eating honey made by bees that use oleander flowers, which is insane. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, fatalities from oleander poisoning are rare. The plant's pretty bitter and it quickly deters people from wanting to eat it. Like once you taste how bitter it is, like you don't keep going basically. Mm -hmm. So just the tiniest bit and you'll be poisoned, but you're not going to die. Like you can be treated. If you burn it, the smoke can cause irritation as well as an intoxicated state to those who breathe it. And it can be incredibly deadly if smoke gets into your throat or lungs. That's one of the quickest ways you can die from it is inhaling it like that. Many people who try to burn their yard waste and compost heaps have found just how harmful this pretty plant can be if not like treated carefully. Yeah. yeah. So did you watch Families 
wit on the h3 podcast with donna yeah she kept saying to grow oleander to help with uh the monarch butterflies remember that Mm -hmm. so great for the butterflies right but then ethan was like i don't want to grow that because i have a literal two-year-old yeah so that's would not recommend would not recommend actually in our plant group a couple of years ago somebody was on the hunt for an oleander tree for a while because they really wanted one for their home even though they had a newborn child (gasps) and everybody was like my God, like even the leaves, I I remember the that. dead leaves are toxic. Like you have to take so much care if you have that in your house. And he's like, yeah, I know. I, I know. And he bought an oleander tree. I think Jessica ended up getting him one. This was like, this was like two or three years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. Why and he did actually get one and posted a picture of it in his home. And like we said, it's a beautiful plant, but like it you is have, quite toxic. You have to like really be using like. And with all, with all of these, like have a yeah really large amount of respect for the plant mm-hmm. and wear proper PPE. So that's gloves, a mask, eyeglasses, because like a lot of this, just skin contact, eye contact, ingestion, like can cause such serious harm. Like you don't mm-hmm. want to like fuck with a lot of this. Yeah, Alex's mom actually, my partner, she has oleander planted along their front yard, mm-hmm. but it's only in the front yard. It's on the very edge of the property to just form a hedge, and it's one of the few plants that's like hardy enough to be out there. And I asked her about it because I was like, "That's like oleander, oleander, right?" And she was like, "No, yeah, it's all pretty toxic, but like the dogs are only in the backyard, so like oh, nobody runs out here." Got you. And I was like, okay, so mm. like you just really have to be like we said, a lot of plants are toxic, but you got to be really careful, especially working with these plants. Okay, have you watched White Oleander yet? We've talked about this before with Michelle Pfeiffer. No. Oh my okay, God. I need to watch it. Okay, apparently. real quick, just a brief summary of the movie. If you guys have not watched White Oleander, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Michelle Pfeiffer uses white oleander to murder her husband and is arrested and through the process of her like going to trial and all that she has a daughter and her daughter has to go into the foster care system so it's a story of the daughter going through the foster care system and living in these different homes and like the experiences so like one is really toxic one is like really loving and doting one there's a lot of emotional issues and but pretty much you see these scenes of her preparing the oleander, getting ready to poison her. Oh. I think it was her boyfriend, actually. Anyway, great movie. Really talks about it in the trial, like very minimal. But they do talk about like the oleander being used. Interesting. Highly recommend. Michelle Pfeiffer is in it. Renee Zellweger is in Pfeiffer. it. Oh, my God. She's so. Mm. That's one of my. Alt- you have to watch it. Okay. Ugh, you have to watch it. It's okay, such a good okay. movie. Anyway, Oleander, terrifying. <gasps> Oleander, terrifying. <laughs> okay, so we have a couple more left we want to talk about. So, one of the other ones. Oh, wait. Are you scared yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the, I believe it's pronounced Abris Precatorius. Precatorius is how you pronounce it. Abris Precatorius. I didn't practice saying. I need. You know what I need to do? I need to practice saying words. It's just cute because you like add so you like make it harder on yourself. I do. I don't practice saying the words out loud. I really don't because I just like do the research. I'm like, oh, that's that word. I, but I don't. I, anyway. No, yeah. Reading it is not the same. It totally is not. Anyway, so it's also known as the rosary pea. 
this is a pretty common one um, and we see this a lot being used in like different type of jewelry making funny enough um, but we'll get to that in a second so it's also called and maybe you might recognize this the jequirity beans these little like seed looking guides contain abrin which comes from the name abris obviously and it's an extremely deadly ribosome inhibiting protein so rosary peas are native to tropical areas so that's like central america pretty much south america central like african countries and they're often used in jewelry and prayer rosaries so while the seeds are not poisonous if intact seeds that are scratched broken or chewed can be lethal interesting it only takes three freaking micrograms of abra to kill an adult less than the amount of poison in one seed and it's said that numerous jewelry makers have been made ill or died after accidentally pricking their fingers while working with the seeds like ricin abrin prevents protein synthesis within cells and can cause organ failure failure within four days hmm. now again like i mentioned like you know these amazing jewelry makers so like they create like necklaces um bracelets rosaries this has been like a long time like it's a very old traditional type thing that's been used and so when they're making it you know they're threading it and they're constantly threading it through the peas and oh and it's also used as noisemakers and maracas as well but anyway so you're constantly threading it and you're still breaking it and like you have to like wear gloves with it and so if all that sap is pretty much like on or those toxins are is on that needle and the moment you like prick your finger like you did oh my god <laughs> yeah it's like that's why it's so fucking dangerous and like crazy and like there's like extreme precautions taken like a lot of gloves they definitely wear like eyeglasses because it can like squirt pretty much mm -hmm. like into your eye i love that word <laughs> i mean honestly that's like crazy but it's also like the first suicide pill like oh could you imagine God. you said that in your jewelry and you just like always have an out that's really sad oh that God. is really i know it was a very morbid that's very thought. morbid i'm sorry it's halloween i've been watching a lot of horror movies i'm just like yeah no that's like uh if you were being tortured that would be a great thing to have okay we can move on that was <laughs> <laughs> so the next one Actually, I think you just referred to this one. No, this is Ricinus communis, also known as the castor bean. Mm -hmm. So this is widely grown as an ornamental plant. It's native to Africa and is obviously quite pretty. That's why people use it as an ornamental. The processed seeds are the source of castor oil, but they naturally contain the poison ricin mm -hmm. and is deadly in small amounts. <coughs> Sorry, I keep it in this pen. <laughs> So it only takes one or two seeds to kill a child and up to eight to kill an adult. Mm -hmm. Ricin works, like Madison mentioned, by inhibiting the synthesis of protein within cells. And that ends up causing severe vomiting, diarrhea, seizures, and even death. The poison was used in 1978 to assassinate Georgi Markov, who is a journalist who spoke out against the Bulgarian government. And it's been mailed to several U.S. politicians in failed terrorism attempts, which has made the news like a few times recently in the last couple of decades. Mm -hmm. But you'll see like ricin 
pop up every once in a while in the news. Most fatalities are the result of accidental ingestion by children and pets. The Guinness Book of World Records named it the world's most deadly plant. Mm -hmm. So yeah, ricin is definitely one of those like classic kind of poisonous. Which is so crazy because so like the byproduct castor oil. Mm -hmm. I use that. I use it every day. Everybody uses castor oil. Yeah, isn't that so wild? I think it's in Breaking Bad. Oh my god! That yes. they end up killing uh, uh, somebody in the hospital, and I can't remember who it was, but they kill somebody with ricin, and he gets it from the plant. He like remembers that there was a yes. plant that had it. Yes. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm gotta <laughs> hold on. I gotta do a quick anti Google search. That's probably the most Breaking recent example. Bad ricin murder. Yes, I can't remember who it was though. This is gonna drive me insane I'm now. Sorry. Tuco cooked up a batch of ricin with the plan to use it to kill Tuco. Yes. Okay. Got it. Tuco. Yeah. Okay. We're actually planning on rewatching Breaking Bad in November. Oh, yeah. We're going to get through 31 days of Halloween movies and we're going to watch Breaking Bad in November because we both have been talking about it a lot. And that was a whole side tangent. I know, that was a whole, I'm sorry, but that was the most like recent pop culture use of ricin that I can remember. It yeah. is like a really popular poison that people pick. Not that people should be popularly picking poison. I'm not saying do that. I'm just Don't saying, you know, ricin. Don't do that. She's famous. She's famous. Uh, she deadly as hell. Yeah. She gonna kill you. Okay, so. Oh my god, I'm so scared of the plants that gotta kill me. So let's we're gonna talk about and we're going to switch things up a little bit and talk about people who are using plants in forensics as a way to really help solve amazing cases and it's the science of it all is just so fascinating to me. So we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, we're true crime today. And like this is also like a career path I didn't know was a thing. Oh my god, Madison's so, gonna start like working on her free time. I, I mean, gotta go back to school. I, forensics is pretty freaking cool. It is really cool. And plant forensics, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you could do that. Like so the ultimate intersection. Of it all really the is. So, all my true crime and plant people out there, like this, could be a job for you. <laughs> go to school for this. This is sick. Okay, so plant science has. Many amazing uses, but there is one that I didn't know about. So that is solving crime with botany, plant forensics, and it can help catch killers, solve modern day crimes, and save so many lives in the process. And it's known as forensic botany. So forensic botany, otherwise known as plant forensics, I've said it a million times, is the use of plants in criminal investigations. So this includes the analysis of plant and fungal parts such as leaves, flowers, pollen, seeds, wood, fruit, spores, and microbiology plus plant environments and ecology. That's so cool. So the, the aim is to link plant evidence with a crime such as placing a suspect at a crime scene through analysis of pollen or seed particles found on their clothing. And it's helping discover like what the plant species is and where it comes from that can help identify how the plant was used or where, when a crime took place. So it's like so interesting because like you could have something on like a body or like a suspect. And if they're like, Oh, let's say it was like a really high profile suspect. And if that person had like a specific pollen or uh, something on their person 
and you take that in as evidence and they're like, well, I wasn't in this part of this country and this part of the country is where the murder happened, but you found that the had the pollen on them and you're like, you were there and this is how we can prove it because of plant science. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh my God. I think that's so freaking cool. <sighs> anyway, thought that was fun. So if you're a plant, if you guys know plant scientists, like, can you send us their way because like i need to follow them madison wants to do like a career day can we do like a a follow along like can we learn about a day in the life like what what do you do that is just so fascinating because like okay did you ever watch dexter yeah 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 i love Dexter. it is coming back i'm so excited (laughs) and so i just imagine like dexter not the serial killer part but like doing plant sciencey things like that's also what went to my head a lot of pop culture references today <laughs> i know we really are like all over it i love it though so anyway i thought it was really fascinating just with like the whole crime and like solving like all these amazing intricate cases that awesome people are on so yeah I just some plants to... are out to get you and some are there to help find justice exactly. and solve the crime exactly the anyway. Scooby-Doo of plant mysteries. Oh my God. <laughs> Love it. That was great. Yeah. Are you... Wait. Are you scared? I'm so scared, you guys. Anyway. Okay. So thank you guys for listening. Um, We wanted to do a quick shout out of the week. Who's your shout out of the week? Oh, oh I, I had one. Okay. My shout out of the week is going to be her instagram handle is wild lobo underscore like wild wolf l-o-b-o her name is elise that wolf wolf wild lobo what is lobo a wolf oh okay that's what i was asking yeah okay that's cute but not like woof woof like a wolf Wolf. like yeah (laughs) no i got you i got you i got you i felt like i was saying them the same no i got you i got you um her name is elise i actually first found her when we went to newt she was one of the vendors that was out there oh fun she does a lot of like metal work and basically sets like really beautiful stones into different pieces of jewelry so they're really really beautiful she's local here to denver but you can shop her website on her instagram and she's like almost to a thousand followers so i felt like i was worth shouting her out to see if we could just like get her to a thousand Because I think that would be cute. It's not like she knows I'm doing this or anything. So she'll just be like, what the fuck? What's going on? And we'll just all know that we like we did that. We'll just raid her Instagram. Yeah. Follow Spree. Yeah. Love it. it. Who's your shout out? Okay. My shout out is Alexander Campbell. And it's at AC Floral Studio on Instagram. But I found him on TikTok where I find pretty much everyone nowadays. And I was just so blown away. So he lives i believe right now in madrid but he's from england i want to say but he does different so he does floral arrangements and he makes such cool content and he does different like inspired theme bouquets on tiktok 
And one of my favorite ones was the American Horror Story one. Ooh. And then he, so he did like hotel or like freak show, and oh, murder house. He showed me these bouquets. Yes. Yeah, they were beautiful, amazing, yeah. amazing. And he also did one with like Alice in Wonderland. So he did like the Queen of Hearts and the Mad Hatter and Alice herself. Anyway, and he's also very good looking. <laughs> he is very good looking. Very good looking. So it's very, very easy to watch and, and the consume the content. Are all like. All the ones that I saw were like funky goth. It was very, like, yeah, very goth. Yeah, very dark. Yeah, I love but it still had hints of so much brightness. Oh, it popped. Yeah. It was oh good. my God. Like, I'm obsessed with this work. So go follow him for sure. Yes. Yes. Okay, you guys. So please now follow us. Yeah, on all the things. Follow us on Instagram at Two Girls One Plant Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can email us. You can join our Patreon community. You can follow us individually on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all the things. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is just Pups and Plants and you can find Madison at Amusing Plants. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Patreon. Oh, fun fact real quick. So if you go to the website, twogirlsoneplant.com right now, just until October 31st, we have exclusive merch and it is fucking so sick. It's so cute. So Alex, the one who does our logo and all of our art for all of our t-shirts he does all of his own art and all that cool shit we put out one of his limited designs just for the month of october yeah so you guys can go snag the super 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 cool shirt we also put out like dope hoodies and stuff but yeah yeah there's a lot of cool stuff on the website right the now. website is that's popping, all we're saying but you gotta like check out alex's work like he really did that like, mm-hmm. I need to buy one, like, right now. Like, it's, it's so cute, really fucking sick. So. Okay. So, twogirlsoneplants.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Eh. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.